Welcome back to the Institute of World Mission podcast. I'm your host, Alex Ott. This episode is number 100. Can you believe it? What a journey it has been. 100 episodes behind our shoulders. A little over two years of weekly conversations for Adventist missionaries, with Adventist missionaries, and of course, others who are on fire for Adventist cross-cultural missions. Thank you. Thank you for being such a forgiving audience. We are not media professionals at all, by any means, but our goal is to do our best to make this conversation alive, to experience God's power, His presence in each of our mission fields. Our aim is to be of support to you. It so happens that today I have an interview to present to you with someone who's been the longest with us on the IWM podcast. Dr. Katya Reinert from the General Conference Health Department has been working with us throughout these two years, basically from the very beginning. It's pretty symbolic that an interview with Dr. Katya comes on this milestone episode. Now, as you remember, Dr. Reinert is a guest in a series of interviews on missionary health. The series follows a celebrations acronym where each letter stands for a health principle. Today we're talking about the letter T. It stands for temperance. Temperance in a missionary's life. Let's do it. Welcome to the Institute of World Mission Weekly Podcast, a show for Adventist mission enthusiasts striving to live, serve, and witness cross-culturally. Visit us at iwm.adventist.org slash podcast to view this podcast's show notes, links, and previous episodes. Institute of World Mission is your partner in the mission field. Dr. Katya, welcome back to the Institute of World Mission podcast. Thank you, Alex. It's a pleasure to be back. All right, we are actually doing a series, so our listeners are very much acquainted with you, not just because of the podcast, you also come to Mission Institute, sessions that we used to hold before Corona times, <laughs> um, right. and now we are doing this series that is dubbed Celebrations. Each letter stands for something, and today we are doing T, Temperance. And let me just start um, with this next question. And it's a simple one, but uh, it's good to begin with. What do we as Adventists mean when we use this word temperance? Oh, yeah. Temperance has a very important meaning for Adventists. In fact, you know, our pioneers were in the forefront of the temperance movement, if you will, uh, in terms of historic um, meaning. Uh, and that had to do a lot with us being able to advocate for living a life without the use of alcohol or, um, you know, tobacco and all the substances that uh, we know today, even more than back then, of the harm. But the, 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 the pioneers, and Ellen Wine especially, uh, had insight from God on the harms of those things. And so our pioneers spoke about it. They make choices to abstain from, from some of, from usage of some of these things. And so temperance uh, for us as Adventists comes with that kind of background. Uh, but really, it's all about living a life uh, that uh, is, is centered on following God's principles for healthy living. 
and and doing it in a balanced way in a temperate way so that's a lot of the the meaning that for us it has of living this temperate life if you will and of course there's biblical foundations for it as well when we think of the fruits of the spirit and self-control or temperance being part of that and so as christians we embrace that living uh, in a temperate form thank you thank you dr Katie. absolutely uh, the issue of temperance or the theology of temperance actually, just like you said, plays a central role to our identity as Seventh-day Adventists. Now, this conversation is, of course, designed for missionaries, for cross-cultural workers, employees of the Seventh-day Adventist Church, volunteers, tent makers. Um, before we will um, take up the word temperance or the temperance lifestyle as it is applied to cross-cultural mission. Let me ask this one more introductory question, which is this. We, of course, cannot skip the health connotations. So now moving away from the Adventist understanding of the word, what would you say as a health professional about a temperance lifestyle? Well, I think it's very centered for a healthy living that we live a temperate life. And that means not just, you know, linked to substances as, you know, normally we think about, but really anything that we do, um, even good things that normally we could do, can turn into, um, can bring a negative impact. And um, so temperance is really evaluating those health behaviors, the behaviors that we have, um, and seeing whether we are really overdoing it, uh, whether there is imbalance in what we do, uh, and, um, you know, what the impact can be for our health. We know, for instance, let's just think, exercise is a good thing, but if you are spending too much time in exercising, and that you are neglecting other things that can turn into an addiction and it can actually be harmful to you so you know anything that's why the the, the classic definition of temperance applies here which is to dispense all, entirely of the things that are not good for you that are hurting you um, in terms of your health of your life but use with caution judiciously that which is healthful and that applies to everything in every area in our life not just to what we eat but also to how we behave, how much time we are online, um, how much time we work, you know, um, and how we're spending our life, really, uh, because all of those behaviors can impact us. It can um, either drive us to be healthy physically, mentally, socially, spiritually, or it can hurt our mental health or physical health. And so we really look in a holistic way, if you will, to our life. Uh, holistic living is one of the aspects uh, that in the Institute we always are focusing on. And so we look at all those aspects in our lives, whether it's physical health, mental, uh, social, spiritual, and we evaluate to see um, how am I doing? Am I overdoing in some areas that is really going to impact me or not? So it has to do with um, addictions oftentimes comes out of this, these behaviors that become almost like an obsession because we're spending too much focus in that. And that can lead to, again, mental health issues, physical health issues. Uh, but more than that, it can um, harm sometimes our relationships. It can harm our relationship with God and with others. And so that's why it's so important that we focus in a holistic way. And temperance brings us to that point. Thank you. Now, definitely let's address our audience. Um, mostly missionary audience, cross-cultural people, cross-cultural workers, 
many times living outside their home country. And uh, the question may sound provocative, but since you already started talking about balance and being basically a second word for being temperate, let me ask this. In what ways can missionaries be intemperate or unbalanced? <laughs> yeah, that is a very good question. Of course, you know, uh, some of the same things apply to missionaries. And uh, but in, in special ways, you know, uh, when you are in a mission field, you are perhaps at risk for some types of things that can uh, lead to an intemperate life. So, for instance, it's very easy to on the top of the line um, focus so much on the work that is to be done in the field and all the things that you have to do uh, to make a difference or to fulfill the calling there that you may overwork. That, for instance, it may be one, one thing that you can spend time only and solely to do that and perhaps neglect your family or neglect other aspects, exercise or healthy behaviors that can help you to, to rest. And so maybe you don't find enough time to rest and you are working too much. That is one area that certainly uh, you can be intemperate in if you don't bring enough rest time. Uh, time for family or, um, you know, again, it's all about balance as we talked about. And so this is one area that um, uh, certainly for missionaries, uh, it rings a bell. <laughs> so work, work is a place where we, as missionaries especially, uh, tend to be intemperate. And this probably is the reason why um, missionaries being type A people sometimes, being very driven, uh, having enough willpower to uproot their family, go somewhere, and once they're there, really trying to make a difference. And then what you're saying, this kind of unbalance can come into the picture. Now, what are some of the other areas um, where missionaries can enjoy more balance, Dr. Katim? I certainly think that uh, one of the things that we hear from missionaries when we talk about this, because as, a, as you mentioned in the Institute, we talk about this issue and we have a chance to listen and, and, and have conversations about this. And so uh, many times for missionaries, what we hear is that it's hard for them to find time, for instance, for, as I mentioned, uh, other things that are important for health, exercise, rest. Um, and so we can be intemperate in terms of of delineating specific time for rest, specific time for physical activity. Of course, there are other things that surround that in, in regards to the environment. But again, the focus oftentimes is uh, the mission uh, or the, the mission work that is to do. And so that we hear a lot. So being able to focus and evaluate how are we spending our time in regards to social issues, for instance, and, and social uh, relationships. So sometimes in the field, you are isolated um, from your family, uh, extended family, if you will, or others. And it's hard to find um, a way sometimes to connect locally. Sometimes we try, you know, but there is the, the social element is an important one as well. You can be intemperate, if you will, if you're not dedicating effort to be in contact. Um, or, or finding ways that you can take advantage of opportunities to be socially connected 
with a support group with people who can understand what you're going through and luckily we have the institute here has provided a lot of different ways that this kind of relationship can happen uh, and support can happen whether it's through technology uh, or in other ways but certainly you know this is one area too that we want to make sure to include you know think of our health and well-being in every aspect the social connection being one. But not just that, I, I would say that in terms of dealing with crisis and uh, situations that are new, certainly um, for every missionary family coming into the field, we talk about the cultural shock, talk about those uh, elements that sometimes in the beginning uh, make it difficult, uh, the language, all the new things. And so how do we deal with that? Some people deal with that not in a, as an effective way, perhaps um, eating more uh, certain things or going online. And there's all kinds of uh, issues, for instance, that can become a problem. Uh, we talk about temperance, and I mentioned earlier addictions. One issue that is often common um, and real is related to, for instance, addictions uh, like pornography, like um to you know the, the the technology becoming a means for people to try to feel connected uh, when they are isolated, and so um, that can actually become an addiction. So uh, we have to basically think about all the different tasks and times that we are spending on certain things and evaluate: is this helping me or hurting me? And uh, if it's hurting me, it's just another form of intemperance, if you will, from food to technology to um, even good things, like I mentioned, exercise, it can come on the other side too and become very much of a, a problem instead of a helpful thing. And so we have to really evaluate in the life of the missionary family, the risks, but also how that we, are we dealing with those uh, issues and is are we dealing with this in a healthy way or in a healthy way, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, what we eat, whether it's technology, how we use it um, and, and just evaluate in a holistic way um, the, the various ways we spend our time to see if we're being tempered in some area. Excellent. Now we are about to move into the solution part of, of this interview and provide some steps, some steps that could guide um, our listeners towards finding solutions. But let me just very quickly list some of the things you said, Katya. So we as missionaries can be intemperate, unbalanced in how much we work, working too much, being too much with people, not having enough family time, too much traveling, not being again enough with our families. Um, too much stress and therefore eating too much, overeating, too much maybe seating uh, if it's an office job. So again, like you said, if there is too much of something, if there is unbalance in something, it will truly hurt a missionary and the impact a missionary can have in their field. So now to the solution question, what could, what can a missionary do? What steps would you uh, suggest we can take to a more balanced living. Suggest perhaps maybe in a, in a very basic form, maybe three steps. I would say the first thing is to really do an evaluation and analysis um, of where you're spending your time, how is your life and, and the kinds of activities you engage in and, and, and evaluate if what you're doing is becoming 
uh, too much or you know we talk about when we discuss this the difference between a behavior a habit a hobby uh to a, a behavior that becomes a dependency to a behavior that becomes an addiction and and some of the signs is important to know the signs um so that you can identify whether it is it is something uh, that you are doing too much of and it's becoming a dependency uh, and it's an in, or it's, it, you know it's an intemperate behavior. So, um, so first is identify is this just normal? You know, it's unbalanced, or what are some of the things that I'm doing that maybe it's becoming a dependency or even an addiction? And so uh, signs like spending too much time, as we talked about, neglecting other things that are important because you are focused so much on this one behavior or one activity. When you start to um, uh, think about it all the time, this is all you think about. You don't think about other dis other things that are also important and you kind of crave. So these are some signs, you know, but there are many, many other things. So first step, I would say it's really evaluate the activities. Take it like a do like a pie chart of your day in terms of our hours, how much time, what are the more important activities and of the week. Um, and kind of ask God for wisdom to do this evaluation. So that would be the first step. Once you identify some areas, because I will tell you, Alex, all of us are at risk for this. And so we we will find <laughs> some areas that perhaps we have to work on and ask God for help. So that is the second step is to really try to read more about it, um, you know, and try to uh, ask both from God, but also, you know, from each other from in the family, may, maybe make some decisions about changing that uh, behavior or, or how you relate to that activity or to that behavior and put, set some limits. So setting boundaries, I would say, is the second step. And, and really, um, you know, again, with God's help, uh, help um, yourself by setting some of those boundaries. You don't have to be the one to for instance if your problem is that you're spending too much time traveling or in service and not enough time with family you are not there to be the savior of of, of everyone you are there to be a channel that god can use and so by setting boundaries you're actually going to be able to serve and to make an even greater impact and also to be able to meet other needs in your family so Again, setting boundaries, finding after you find that area uh, that, that you need to work on, set boundaries and ask God for help and others for help uh, in the family to be able to keep that. And then the third one, I, I think, would be to um, really make a plan to how you can implement that. And at the same time, um, look for resources um, that can help you in that process. And, uh, you know, there's uh, various ways. Sometimes there are root causes to th the issues. So as you look for resources, you want to be able to share your experience with others, perhaps who have struggles like you do and learn from each other, share what you're learning um, in your journey and also learn from others who have been there. Uh, and so there is like a give and take of, of that. And then you can grow in your understanding and, and continue to bless others as we all grow together in our journey. So I don't know. Those are just three simple things that we can do. But um, through that, I think we can, through God's power and through the support of each other, be able to uh, overcome some of these behaviors, intemperate behaviors that we have. What amazes me, Dr. Katia, is how close 
intemperate lifestyle or behavior is to an addiction. And you've made this point over and over, and I hope it really uh, will not uh, miss anybody's attention here, actually will truly kind of stick in our hearts. Intemperance perhaps is another word for a certain addiction. And so this is um, very important, and the lines that the steps that you have outlined actually help us to see uh, a kind of process we could be taking to remove addictions away from our lives and uh, becoming more temperate. Two more questions, Dr. Katya, for you. One is we live in Corona times and right now it's probably the worst ever. Um, uh, that makes our conversation a little bound to a time, but it's okay. Um, because we are talking about temperance, could, could I just ask you as an associate director of the general conference to comment a little bit on how is our temperate lifestyle may be connected with how much we are in danger or not in danger in terms of this pandemic? Well, I think it's totally connected with that. Um, we are more in danger of being tempered during this time. And, um, you know, we have seen actually there is data that supports this to show that, for instance, as people are at home, you know, or um, less uh, connected socially in person with other people, all kinds of things uh, come up. And so people are more lonely, perhaps. And so they seek, see, because the intemperate behavior oftentimes comes um, as a way to meet uh, emotional need by doing certain things. And of course, that doesn't help. It usually just makes it worse. But um, in a pandemic such as what we're living in, people are, for one, uncertain about what's going to happen to them. Talk, let's talk about missionaries. Maybe they're uncertain about whether they should stay where they are. Maybe uh, some of them might have gone back home or want to, but they can't because there's travel bans. There's all kinds of things that bring uncertainty. And we have seen based on the research that uncertainty, loneliness, the stress of the moment, all of this has contributed to a lot of addictions. We talked about addictions. A lot of behaviors that become an addiction, like um, being engaged too much with technology. And so being addicted to the news every day, looking at that, and, you know, that can lead to uh, all kinds of stress and, and worries, even more um, uh, being obsessed, if you will, with that. Or spending too much time um, on games. And so kids maybe are gaming too much, you know, because, again, that's all they have is their computer, they're in doing school and computer, everything is on the computer, and it's easy to spend time doing certain things like that, like gaming and other kinds of things. So there's all kinds of uh, substance addictions as well. Of course, uh, maybe that's not an issue, particularly for missionaries to use drinks like alcohol or, or tobacco, but we can eat, and many people are going to food as a way to soothe their stress. And so, you know, we have to be very careful. What are we doing? Uh, that is actually um, being used by us to soothe our fears, uh, to distract us from what is worrying us. And that can uh, become a dependency, which is first what becomes, we become dependent on that when we do too much of it, and then it can become an addiction. And so unfortunately we see with among young people, especially this time, um, an increase um, uh, in addictions, an increase in depression, increase in, in anxiety and suicide, a risk uh, because of this pandemic 
much because of some of these root causes. Um, and so we have to be very aware and look at what, how are we coping? And there are many things we can do that can help us deal with the situation, uh, but we have to be alert and, and seek to do those healthy things instead of um, you know, going for things that really will hurt us in the end. Thank you very much. I'm happy that I asked this question. And this very last one here, Dr. Katis, could you maybe suggest a resource, perhaps a YouTube channel? Uh, it's right now, you know, we every one of us has a YouTuber or another that, that we follow uh, on, on whatever topic, or maybe it's a book, or maybe it's a website, um, anything that you could suggest to our audience on this particular topic. Well, I think that um, I'd like to, to perhaps mention, we just talked about this uh, real issue about the pandemic and how it links to us. One website I would suggest, we have actually launched an initiative called the COVID-19 Mental Health Initiative. And uh, it touches on a lot of the things we talked about here. It's not specifically for missionaries. It's, it's for really, we're targeting particularly young people. So maybe for the missionary kids, for uh, the children um, or young adults, youth and young adults, it, it, um, it is youthalive.org forward slash mental health. Uh, but if you go to youthalive.org, you will see the mental health initiative uh, right there and you can click. And there are free books, there are articles, there are videos, there are many different um, resources there. And people can actually sign up to become advocates for this and help share with others as well. So this is one resource I would recommend that can be helpful, particularly for young people, as, as we're thinking about how this pandemic has affected, um, you know, young people, youth and young adults. But um, in, in regards to helping in the recovery of, of this process of um, intemperance behavior, uh, we have a resource that we talk about it in Institute as well, uh, Adventist Recovery Ministries, which there is a website as well, AdventistRecoveryGlobal.org that um, talks about resources that can be helpful for this process and it, it really links us to other people um, right now during this pandemic you know uh, we are not meeting in person but ideally you know when we think about this if we can connect online and and create a support group this is a support group that helps us to deal with the struggles that we all face um, but these are just a couple, I would say I read a couple of books that were very helpful. One book in particular that was very helpful for me during this pandemic that maybe I would recommend. Uh, it's called uh, The Common Life. And um, it's, a, it's a book that really helps us to kind of do what we were talking about right here, which is to um, evaluate our life and how are we dealing with this issues of, of pandemic and crisis. I mean, I, I should say the common rule, I said the common life, uh, the common rule, and um, actually be able to evaluate where are we spending our time? Where are our priorities? And this is a book that I would recommend, The Common Book. Um, it's from a missionary actually who, who wrote it and not an Adventist missionary, but it, it brings a perspective of how can we actually reorganize our life, if you will, uh, with God at the center, but also with balance uh, in a temperate way. Fantastic. Thank you very much, Dr. Katya. We will provide all the links to resources you just mentioned in the show notes. And looking forward to our next installment in the celebration series, 
which is a letter I. Integrity. Excellent. Till next time. Thank you, Alex. To conclude this episode today, let me share some of the resources that will provide a broader context. First, make sure to check out the links to resources mentioned by Dr. Katya. Second, we have a dedicated page for the celebration series on the IWM website. You'll find the entire series presented there. Third, we have a theme page for missionary health category on the IWM website. It includes celebrations episodes yes but it has more fourth use the filter on the main podcast page to easily filter out all missionary health episodes right on the main page it's handy and fifth check all the winter spring 2021 podcast season overview page to find out what's in store or to quickly catch up with what we've done already all this all the links easy to follow right from the show notes. As always, you help best when you share an individual podcast episode or the entire podcast with someone for whom it can make a difference, even if that difference is just a little step forward with the Lord. My name is Alex Ott, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next Friday.